gods, there is none like unto you. You made the heavens, you made the earth, and everything we see and things we don't even see. You are highly exalted. You are powerful. Your name is Yahweh. You are a covenant-keeping God. Faithful is your name. And from everlasting to everlasting, you remain God. The heaven is your throne, the earth your footstool. You are a creator. We are creatures. You don't depend on anyone to leave. But without you, none of us can leave. Receive worship, Father. Receive praise. Receive thanks. Receive honor. And receive adoration. Thank you for the privilege to belong to you. Thank you for Christ Jesus, our brother and our Lord, whom you sacrificed on Calvary 3 and has brought us back from the devil. You have sent us in his name to come and exalt him and proclaim him as king of all kings and lord of all laws. Holy Father, take, I pray, your seat. Lord Jesus, please take your seat. Holy Spirit, please take your seat. The next 10 days, I plead. Do it the way you would have done it if you were here on earth. The next 10 days, Father, stop the devil and his agents from operating until we are done. Take now this feeble lips as clay and use it as a microphone, Father, in your hands to teach, to educate, and to impart grace. 10,000 angels have been requested for this campaign. Father, assign them task. And let success at the end of the day be yours. Bless those listening online. Bless those watching television. Bless those who are present here at the main side. And bless those who are at the satellite side. At the end of the day, Father, witness to the world. And as many as are willing for you to save them, please do bring them into the kingdom. For I prayed in Christ's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Please be seated. Online audience, in the name of Jesus Christ, greetings. Those watching on television, greetings in the name of Jesus. Good afternoon, North America. Ghana, good evening. Australia, it's already Thursday. Good morning. Asia, those watching us from Asia, it's midnight wish you all the best but those who are up watching us we greet you in the name of jesus thank you for the opportunity 
God has given to us which you have responded for us to be here. We are live here in front of Osu Bethel Seventh-day Adventist Church. We are live at the forecourt of Osu Manchester Palace. We are live on Hope Television. Again, we are live on Facebook and YouTube. So wherever you are in the world, you can have access to this message. God has sent us the next 10 days to speak nothing but the Holy Bible. Unadulterated word of God. If you love Jesus and you want to be saved when he comes, you are not supposed to miss any of the 10 messages. And therefore, we're inviting you every night to join us and on two Saturdays in the morning to join us as we worship. Our test book is going to be the Holy Bible. I therefore would like to plead that you come with your Bible. Those of you watching online on television, get your Bible, get your writing materials. Those on various sites do same so that you make notes. If I say anything that is not in this book or I don't tell you the source or the book, you can find what I say in. Don't believe it. I am promising you by the power of the Holy Spirit working through me. That I'm, going to not, I'm not going to lie to you. All that we're going to say is the truth and nothing but the truth. Wherever you are, kindly bow down your head as we pray and commence tonight's message. Holy Father, it is time. Not I, you, Christ, Holy Spirit, speak to the world. I ask in Christ's name. Amen. We have dubbed the 10 days evangelistic campaign, Kings and Kingdoms. Tonight, our topic is the nature of kingdom. What is a kingdom? What are the features of a kingdom? How is it like? If you miss tonight's message, you may not understand the subsequent ones. So I want to plead with you to send a message to someone, either by text or by WhatsApp. If you can call somebody, please do. And at the same time, share the social media links. And let as many people as possible get access and join us to hear the unadulterated word of God. Presidents of countries, prime ministers of countries, govern. They don't reign. But when it comes to kingdom, kings reign, kings rule. I repeat that. The president of our republic, Nana Adudankwa Ekufuado, his excellency, doesn't reign or is not reigning. He is governing. But kings in this country, kings around the world, they reign, they rule. What you see on the screen is King Matswati III. He is the king of Swaziland. 
in the southern part of Africa. He doesn't govern. He reigns. He rules. King Salman is the king of Saudi Arabia. They don't have a president. He is the ogah of Saudi Arabia. He is a king. He doesn't govern. He reigns. He rules. This is Otunfo Asantene. He is the king of the Asante kingdom. He doesn't govern. He reigns. He rules. I want you respectfully to know the difference between a president, a prime minister, and a king. Kings are powerful. Kings rule and reign. Presidents and prime ministers govern. The word kingdom is from two English words. King and domain. I am taking my time tonight because it is the bedrock of our ten messages every night. The word kingdom, the theme kings and kingdom is from two words combined. Kingdom means a king and a domain. Pastor who is a king? A king is a male monarch or an emperor of a major territorial unit. He is the sovereign head of his territory or domain. A king is a male monarch, not a female. He is the sovereign head of his territory. He reigns and rules. He doesn't govern. Domain means an area or a territory that is owned or controlled or ruled by a king. So we are in Osu. The entire Osu is for Osumanche. He is a king. The entire area is his territory. He rules here. He reigns here. Another synonym you can use for the word domain is realm, province, zone, territory, or land. A domain establishes a king or a kingdom. Any king who doesn't have a territory cannot be a king. So it is your domain that makes you a king. In other words, if a king is powerful, it means his domain is big or large. As you can see on the screen, those who are watching on social media and television, these kings wield vast domains and therefore they are so powerful. So when you put the two words together, king and a domain, you have a kingdom, which simply means the government of a king. The government of a kingdom, which is headed by a king. And by this we mean the governing influence of a king over his territory, over his province, over his area, impacting it with his personal will, his personal purpose, his personal intent, producing a culture, producing values, 
morals and lifestyle that reflect the king's desire for his children. In other words, a king reflects his citizens or his subjects, their character, their morals, their culture, and everything they do. Dominion is the king's authority to rule over his people. So when a king is installed, he is given dominion or power to reign over his people. Another English word we need to establish and explain is the word sovereignty. It is a king or a kingdom's independent authority and right to govern itself. In other words, Osu Mancha is an authority in Osu. No king from anywhere can come and dictate to, to Osu Mancha. It is not possible. He is a sovereign king. He reigns in his territory and nobody can challenge that. So a sovereign king is someone who has authority, who has power to rule over his people. Every king or any king without subjects or citizens, you are not a king. So a king must have people he rules over. And those individuals will refer to them as citizens of the kingdom or subjects of the kingdom. These are persons within the kingdom that a king exercise power or authority over those individuals. Tonight our subject is the nature of kingdom. The nature of kingdom. Let us pray. Again, Father, not I, but Jesus and you and the Holy Spirit stand in this pulpit and address the world. We ask in Jesus Christ's name with thanksgiving. Amen. President Joe Biden of the United States was elected. I want you to listen to me carefully. President Ramaphosa of South Africa was voted by his people. Nana Adudankwa Ekufuado, His Excellency, the President of our Republic, was voted for 7 December some years ago. In a democracy, leaders are elected. They are voted into power. Again, when you come to the totalitarian kind of regimes, like military rule, they are not voted for but they come to power through the barrel of the gun. That aside, when it comes to a king or kingdom, kings are not voted for. Kings are not elected. Nobody or people queue to vote for a king to come to power. They inherit power. So number one nature of a king or kingdom is that kings are born into power. We don't elect them the subject doesn't vote for them. People doesn't queue to vote for them, for them to reign. They are born into power. Number one, I want you to know that kings are born into power and they reign from a royal lineage, from a royal line. Point number two, nature of a kingdom. You need to understand this because we're going to use this for the rest of the series that we are embarking on. Presidents have limited number of years they can govern a nation. Prime ministers, the same. 
But when it comes to a kingdom, kings reign forever. Until a king dies, or in our culture, he does something that the people doesn't like, a king who conducts himself so well, lives forever, reigns forever, until his death. In our culture, let me put on record, that a king can be destroyed when he misbehaves himself. But as long as he doesn't misbehave himself, a king reigns forever. Point number three, note. You need to understand this so that from tomorrow you understand what we're going to do. There is always one king at a time. There cannot be two, three kings in the same geographical area. No. One king at a time who is the leader of all. That king may have sub chiefs. That king may have other people who are ruling in localities. But when it comes to kingdom and kings, there is one king at a time. In a democracy, the decisions, the policies, the programs of His Excellency, Nana Adudankwa Ekufuado, or any president you know in the world, is subject to the approval of parliament, is subject to approval of a body. But ladies and gentlemen, God's children watching all over the world and listening, when it comes to a kingdom, the worst of the king becomes the law. Of the entire regional geographical area. It is not subjected to any parliamentary approval. It is not subjected to any council decision. When the king speaks, that's it. It is the law of the land. Point number five. Laws are determined by the king. Like I just said, it is a sole prerogative. Those of you in Asante region watching me, when Nana Osei Tutu Abebio, his mother passed, and Otunfo made a pronouncement that from certain time in the evening to certain time in the evening or in the night, nobody should be seen in the street or on the street of Kumasi. Everybody comply. He is a king when he speaks, his words are lost. It can't be changed by any parliament, by any council. Laws of a kingdom are determined by the king. The do's and the don'ts comes from the king. He decides what should happen in my kingdom, what should not happen in my kingdom. In most Ghanaian kingdoms or culture, there are certain things the king requires his citizens to do. There are certain things he expects them not to do. It doesn't come from any people. It comes from the king. Point number five, you should understand the culture of the kingdom. The way of life of the citizens. Their dressing. Their lifestyle. Their dance. Their music. The entire thing we call culture in any kingdom is not determined by parliament. It's not determined by anybody. It is determined by the king. When the king says, this is how I want my kingdom to be. The subjects and citizens to behave. That's it. It is determined by him. It is his sole prerogative to determine and impact on his subjects what he wants them to do. The king is powerful than even the president of the country, especially within his geographical area. Point number seven. In a kingdom, in any kingdom, everything in the kingdom belongs to the king. 
Let me repeat that. In a kingdom, every land belongs to the king. Every mineral wealth belongs to the king. All the citizens or the subjects, you are for the king. Everything in a kingdom is not for anybody but for the king. And that is why the king is bold enough from time to time to say, I demand this. And nobody can refuse it. I mean the people of the land, the mineral wealth of the land, the land itself is from the king. Osu land belongs to Osu Manche. It is his by sovereignty, by authority that the people in Osu has given to him. He owns it, it belongs to him. Therefore, anybody who uses anything in the kingdom, it is just a privilege. It is not a right. It is a privilege by the king to use some of the things that he has in his kingdom because everything, including you, belongs to the king. Pastor, what again? The wealthier of a kingdom, the wealthier the king. If a kingdom is poor, Automatically, the king becomes poor. If a kingdom is wealthy, automatically the king is wealthy. Because the land, the people, all the resources belongs to him. We are talking about kings and kingdom. The world belongs to a king. We're going to talk about him tomorrow. He owns everything, including you and I. And he is rich. He is wealthy. Osu land belongs to Osu Manche. If this land is rich, Osu Manche should be rich, should be wealthy. That's it. The wealthy other kingdom. The wealthy are the king. The wealth of the kingdom is for the well-being of the citizens. The gold, the lands, the forests, the natural mineral resources belongs to the king, but the king gives it to his people so that they will enjoy it and they will look good so that people will praise the king. So any benevolent king releases all that he has for the benefit of his people. But wicked kings takes all things to themselves and as a result of that, their citizens become impoverished. Kings and kingdom is our subject tonight. Again, number 10 or 9. When it comes to kingdom, when it comes to king, Obedience and disobedience are rewarded. When a king speaks and a citizen decides to do otherwise, the king calls that individual and punishes the person. When a king speaks and individuals in the jurisdiction listens to him, the king from time to time rewards his people. 
So in every kingdom, kings rewards and kings punish disobedience accordingly. Every kingdom, number 10. Every kingdom in the whole world. Every kingdom have sacred days. Every kingdom in this world, including the kingdom of our God and our Lord Jesus Christ, have sacred day or dates. And during such sacred days, there are things that the king requires his subjects to do. There are things the king requires his subjects not to do. There are places you can't go during those sacred day or dates. There are places you can go. Every kingdom has this feature or characteristics or nature. Sacred day that we do things that we don't do things. Number 11. Every kingdom has a capital. Every kingdom in the world has the seat of the king as capital. So when you go to Asantiman, we have Kumasi as the capital of Otunfo. When you go to the palace here, that is the seat of Osu Manche. And the Osu, entire Osu means it belongs to the king. It is his area. Every kingdom has a capital. Number 12. President sits on special chairs made for them by the state. Kings sit on thrones. They don't sit on chairs. The difference should be clear. Please understand tonight because we're going to use it for the entire 10 days. A prime minister will sit on a chair. But a king sit on a throne. Not on chairs. It is a ceremonial chair if you want to call it. It is called throne. The Bible says heaven is God's throne. The earth is his footstool. In other words, earth is where God rests his legs. His throne is the entire heaven. Every king has a throne. Every president, prime minister has a chair. Number 13, the citizens of the kingdom represent the king's glory or vice versa. If the king is a benevolent king and gives to his citizens what they are due or needed in order for them to grow well, the glory of the king is extended. If he does the opposite, the glory of the king is diminished. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 24, was with the disciples. They were having a conversation. He was telling them about his second coming. 
after they have killed him. And then the disciples asked him the question. Master, what are the things we should look for? As regards your second return. Jesus spoke so many things. Look for this. You see this happening. You see that happening. You see that happening. Then Jesus specifically in Matthew 24 verse number 14 said the only condition by which I will come back is that I don't want to come back and somebody in Equatoria Guinea will tell me I never heard about Jesus. Somebody in Nicaragua to say I never heard about Jesus. Somebody in Osu says I never heard about the Bible truth. All that my pastor taught me is that a Christian should be prosperous. A Christian should speak in tongues. A Christian should live well. Pastor, all these things you are talking about, my pastor didn't tell me. So Jesus says, the only condition, all the other things I've told you will happen. But until what I'm going to say happens, I'm not coming. Today, through technology, we are standing here in Accra, Ghana, Osu. Somebody is in Australia is listening and watching. Somebody in the United States of America is listening and watching. Somebody in New Zealand is listening and watching. Somebody in Cote d'Ivoire is listening. Pastor, what did Jesus say? Our brother law said, this is the only condition upon which I will come. Matthew chapter number 24. The verse number 14 says, Before I come, this gospel, this gospel of the kingdom. In other words, Jesus is king. His kingdom is not a country. It's a kingdom. And this gospel of my kingdom, if you please, shall be preached or will be preached or must be preached in all the world. As a testimony, as a witness to all nations, and then I will come. The reason why the next 10 days, Osu, citizens of Osumanche, subjects of Osumanche, all those listening to us around Ghana, around Africa, in Asia, Europe, Latin America, United States, everywhere, you are listening to God's message as a witness. Before technology came like this, it took our forefathers one-on-one -on -one to reach a small number of people. But by God's grace, because Jesus wants to come soon, he has given us technology that I stand here and speak all over the continents in the world. Anybody who has access to internet will hear me here. Jesus says, before I come, this gospel of the kingdom must be preaching all the world as a witness. And that is what we are doing. And then the end will come. Our assignment is not to convert you. Our assignment is to tell you the truth. And then you decide for yourself whether you want to join God's people or not. John the Baptist was called by God. This is the only human being that when he was in his mother's womb, God filled him with the Holy Spirit. His assignment was to do something. Matthew chapter 3. 
verse number one, verse number two. Matthew three, verse number one, verse number two. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea like we are doing here. And what did John say? Bible says John said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus is coming again. A king is about to come. Maker of heaven and earth. Therefore he wants everybody in the world to hear nothing but the truth. This week or the 10 days we are spending here. I am promising you nothing but this book. If I quote any source, I will show you the book for you to go and verify. Luke chapter 4, verse number 43. Again, an indication of a kingdom. But he said to them, This is Jesus with the disciples. One day he told them, We've worked in Osu so many times. Let us go to La and work there. But Jesus said to them, Look for 43. I must preach the kingdom of God, not the country of God, to other cities also. For I was sent for this purpose. The reason why we are here, God has sent us for this purpose to preach nothing but the kingdom of God. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 17. Matthew chapter 4, verse number 17. Jesus, after his baptism, had gone to be with the Lord 40 days in fasting. He came down and the Bible says, Matthew 4, 17. And from that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Osu, citizens, Osu, subjects, Ghanaians, Africans, Europeans, wherever you are listening or watching us, repent, leave the kingdom of Lucifer and come for the kingdom, enjoy the kingdom of God. For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Luke chapter 9, verse number 1 to verse number 2. Luke chapter 9, verse number 1 and verse number 2. Jesus one day sent his 12 disciples and gave them assignment. He did not tell them to go and preach prosperity. He did not tell them to go and do signs and wonders. He did not tell them to go and do miracles. Listen to Bible. What he told them to go and do. Luke 9, verse number 1, verse number 2. Then he called his 12 disciples together. And he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God. Praise the Lord. He sent them not to preach prosperity. He sent them not to do miracles and signs and wonders. He sent them to preach the kingdom of God. And when they are preaching, they are to heal. He said in Mark 16, when you go preaching the kingdom of God, these signs will follow you. In my name, you will cast out devils. But today, our pastors are not preaching the truth. They are not preaching the kingdom of God. But they are doing miracles. Where the miracles come from? This week, don't miss it. We'll talk about it. Acts chapter 8, verse number 12. Acts chapter 8, verse number 12. Philip is in Samaria. Because the Jews are persecuting the Christians. So they began to disperse. And Philip found himself in Samaria. 
Listen to what Philip did. Acts chapter 8, verse number 2. But when they believed Philip, preaching the good news about the kingdom of God, not any other thing, but the kingdom of God, and the name of Jesus Christ, they were being baptized, men and women alike. Would you say amen out there? So whenever the kingdom of God is preached, God's power is present. Whoever will allow himself or herself to be converted, you get baptized and you join God's children. Acts chapter 19, verse number 8. Paul, the apostle, who was persecuting the Christians earlier on, found himself in Ephesus. And listen to what Paul preached about. He did not preach about miracle signs and wonders. He did not preach about prosperity. He did not preach about any other thing but a kingdom. And he entered the synagogue and continued speaking about, about and continued speaking out boldly for three months, reasoning and persuading them about the kingdom of God, not any other thing but God's kingdom. Matthew 28. The verse 18, the verse 19, the verse 20. When Jesus died and resurrected, Bible says there is no name in heaven or on earth given to men by which we should be saved except the name Jesus. The father handed over his kingdom to him because of what he came to do for humankind. So Jesus was bold enough when he was about to leave and charge his disciples, his followers, that we should do this. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority, not some authority, Remember earlier on we have said it is only a king who wields authority. Jesus says by what I did to save humankind from the devil's trap or authority. In other words, dominion has been given to me by my father in heaven and on earth it has been given to me as well. Therefore, seventh day Adventists, therefore every Christian denomination so called Go, make disciples of all nations. When you do, baptize them in the name of the Father, my Father, and in my name and of the Holy Spirit. Don't stop there. Teach them to observe all things I have commanded you. And Lord, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. That is our assignment. But today, unfortunately, that assignment is not being pursued by majority of Christian denominations. They all call themselves followers of Christ. But this assignment of speaking nothing but the Bible and the Bible only. Pastors have put the Bible aside and we are teaching human reasoning. We are teaching tradition. We are teaching prosperity. 
We are teaching all kinds of things that is not in this book. Jesus says, go and talk about my kingdom because I'm coming the second time. And that is why the next 10 days we're going to be with you here. All over the world, people are watching. Our assignment is to speak. It is the work of the Holy Spirit to work on you to either decide you have the choice to come and join the Bible truth people to wait for Christ or stay where you are for the domination that is coming. Jesus says, and this gospel shall be preached throughout the entire nation. Jesus is coming again. Our blessed Lord is coming the second time. And it's going to be soon. He wants everybody to know the truth as recorded in the Bible. Because some pastors and some prophets are deceiving us. Jesus wants us to know the truth. And that is why all over the world, we are preaching nothing but the truth as a witness. The final decision rests with you. A time is going to come. It can be any day, any time. We shall see the skies part into two. And we'll see the Son of Man coming in His glory. And those who are subject or citizens of His kingdom, like subject and citizens of Osu, those who belong to the king, the king is coming for us to go and spend 1,000 years in heaven with him as vacation. And he will bring us on earth, destroy the devil in hellfire, and all who reject the truth and God will make this world anew. And we will live here forever and ever. Pastor, what is your proof? Paul says in Philippians. Chapter number 3. The verse number 20 to 21. Anyone watching. Anyone listening tonight. Anyone who will join us the entire 10, 11 days. Jesus, the king says, I should tell you. He desired that you become his citizen. For our citizenship is in heaven. It's not here on earth. I did not hear amen. For our citizenship is not in Ghana. Our citizenship is in where almighty God dwells. From which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who when he comes, hallelujah, will transform our lowly body. That it may be conformed to his glorious body. According to the working by which he is able to even subdue all things to himself. I'm closing. So in John 14, the verse number 1, verse number 2, verse number 3. Sister, listen to me. This is a message for you. Because we are not from here. Because a time is coming, a day is coming. We are going to be transported. Only citizens, not everybody. Only citizens of 
King Jesus. So if you want to be a citizen, tomorrow come, the next day come, throughout the entire series come, how you can be a citizen. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in my Father, God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Listen. Young lady, young man, I am going to prepare a place for you. Hmm. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I, not any Jesus from Liberia, I, not any Jesus from Zambia, I, myself, will come again. He has never lied, he won't lie. And receive you to myself. That where I am, you will be with me also. Would you say amen out there? Ladies and gentlemen, the king is coming. The king is coming again for his subjects, for his citizens. If you want to be part, please tomorrow don't miss it. Friday don't miss it. The rest of the days don't miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you my Lord, my Savior, the one I work with and I work for. His name is King Jesus. He is the King of all kings. He is the Lord of all laws. He is the creator of heaven and earth. He owns everything. He is wealthy and rich. Clap for him. Clap for King Jesus. Tonight, we have seen the nature. We're going to continue tomorrow. But I want you to bow down your head. Wherever you are. Those online. Those who have met in churches and you are watching. Those who have gathered your family in your homes and you are watching. Those in your offices and you are watching. I want you to bow down your head. And tell the king something. Tell King Jesus something. I don't know what you want to tell him. But if I were you, I would ask him that whatever he has to do. To make me a citizen or a subject of his kingdom. He should do it. Tell him something before I pray. Jesus is coming again. Are you ready? Do you want to be a citizen? Song along. Share our people greens with joyful and sing. Jesus is coming again. The King is coming. Coming again. Coming again. Jesus is coming again. One more time. Lift up the trumpet. Lift up the trumpet. Wherever you are in the world, if you can sing, join us in singing. Jesus is coming again. He's coming for you. 
He wants you to be accepted, a citizen of his kingdom. Don't deny him. Because hellfire is joyful and say Jesus is coming again. Sing it, sing it, sing it, sing it. There is no one like him to you. You can destroy this world within a split of a second because you have power and authority. There is no name on earth, in heaven, above your name. Father has so exalted you. To the extent that at the mention of your name, Jesus, the lame rise up and walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, the childless receive children, demons flee. Lucifer begins to beg you when he hears your name that allow him to go. Don't touch him. You are the one who has sent us here. Lord, your message for the night has come. All in Europe who have listened and watched and are willing to be citizens or subjects of your kingdom, please remember them. All in Asia, all in North America, all in Australia, all in Africa, even those in Antarctica, any part of the world that tonight People have listened to this message. Anyone who has prayed from his or her heart. That Jesus remember me like a thief on the cross. When you come into your kingdom. Lord. Whatever you have to do. Do and save that individual. You are the speaker. You are the preacher. The remaining days. Stand here every night and speak. Grant conviction and judgment. Release the grace and the power of healing. And as your message go forth, let people receive divine healing and divine visitation. As we live to go and sleep, grant us a good night's sleep. Cause that the enemy will never ever take the message we have heard from our heart. Throughout the night and throughout the day tomorrow, cause us to reflect in the evening tomorrow, bring us back again. Thank you, King Jesus. Thank you, Lord of Lords. Thank you for what you've done and what you're about to do for the entire world through this series. Master, in your name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. God bless you. Please be seated. God bless you and what we say to Pastor. Pastor God richly bless you. Thank you for coming. We want to entreat that tomorrow no vehicle should park directly before what we're doing. So understand.